guys feel it? It's that time of year when summer isn't quite over, but from a distance, we can see the spooky season on the horizon. This time of year requires a certain type of movie, a movie that pairs the summer heat with fall ambitions. So that brought us to a fun little film that not many talk about, but the ones who do generally praise. The 2018 suspense horror, Summer of 84. A simple tale of a group of teenagers who believe their neighbor is a serial killer who also happens to be a cop. I don't know what it is about this flick, but it's so hard to hate. Many times film and television do a poor job at executing believable portrayals of teenagers. I believe Summer of 84 knocks it out the park and delivers one of the most underrated portrayals of kids in horror. I must say, I highly recommend watching this movie before listening to the episode because there are some spoilers ahead. So if you've already seen it, or you just like living balls to the wall, get ready, because the heat is on. Here is our take on Summer of 84. Boom! Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Ozark Mark. Mr. Ozark, how you feeling down there today? I am clapping cheeks. I am right back up in your ass. That's right. Right here with you for the second milestone here in the row sloppy ho- hold on, sloppy road to Halloween. we're in it we're in it we're in mile number two we're starting to get into the thickness of it we're starting to see the thick scary spooky stuff on the horizon here on this little uh little uh scenic route we're taking right now because it's summer but uh you picked a very good one here this week mr christian ramey fairly new one too uh this is only a uh four-year-old movie was it 2018? I think it was 2018. Mm-hmm. So this is quite a treat here. We haven't done anything this recent before. So I think this is uh, a lot of mo- uh, a movie that a lot of people are not familiar with. So this is going to be exciting. You know? So what are we talking about? Folks, we're talking about Pixar's new movie, Lightyear. We're not, folks. What we are talking about is the summer of 84. I've talked about this before. 84 is a really crazy year, so they were smart in what they picked. It made sense. But this is a little movie. It's got, uh, you know, Stranger Things vibes to it. It's a group of kids. They find... Uh, they, they get keen to that their neighbor may be a serial killer. Uh, and he's a police officer. So this whole time, these kids are trying to find clues and trying to set this guy up. You don't know if he is the killer until there's a grand reveal at the end. Spoiler alert, he's the killer. The cop is the killer, okay? It's it's a fun time. It's really fun watching these kids. I mean, it's a very basic and easy explanation, but we'll go in greater detail about, you know, scene, your scenes in the movie. But if you haven't seen this one, I know a lot of you have, but if you haven't, check it out. I think it's on Shudder still. That's yeah, where I yeah. watched if it. If you haven't seen it, stop right now. Go to Shudder. If you don't have Shudder, get a free trial or something. Go watch it before you, uh, so just in case you know you don't want anything spoiled here. Yeah, forget everything I just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, folks, this is what's going on. You know, the 
summer's not over yet, even though we're on the road to Halloween. These little 10 weeks, it'll go from, you know, sweating your ass off to wearing sweatshirts. And that's what we're here for. And we need to ring out summer the right way. And I figured this is the right way to do it. I don't know. There's some good kills in it. There's some pretty climactic situations. You're wondering the whole time, really, who the hell is this killer? What's going on? Are these kids stupid or are they on to something? Mark, did uh, I'm assuming, like you said, this is the first time you've seen this? Yes, uh, this is the first time I've seen it, heard of it. Um, great watch. Uh, it kept kept my attention the entire way of the movie. Um, it, it, it's the classic, It's the. I mean, you've seen this story before. Group of friends, kids, during summer, you know, they all have to overcome this situation. I mean, it works. This is a formula that's been working for years and years and years, and it never gets old. Uh, especially with kids in horror movies, you know. And it's better for when they're, like, kids who actually talk like kids. Exactly. So cussing, you know, uh, breaking each other's balls. Perverted. Perver- <laughs> absolutely perverted. Spying on hot girls in their window, okay? This is things that boys did. Realistic. Yes, very realistic. And I think... Um, you know, a lot of people love these kinds of movies because um, <laughs> it, it brings them back to when they were a kid, seeing the kids in the movie. And, and uh, I was a boy. Yeah, and everybody likes seeing kids, you know, overcome the adults telling them they're crazy and proving it. So, I mean, you get all of this in the movie. Um, it's a great watch for, I mean, really, you could watch this with uh, almost anybody, I believe. Um there's some cursing and things like that, but, uh, I mean, all in all, there's no really anything scary until, like, you know, the very end. And it's not even real violent. I had this on with my lady. Yeah. And she said the same thing. She's like, because she was just playing, like, solitaire or some shit on her phone, something boring and dumb. But <clears throat> she was, like, half-ass watching it, which I didn't care. We had to watch it, so just doing what I had to do starts to turn up at the end right and she's like you know i don't like to watch stuff like this and you always put shit like this on when it's time for bed and i don't like watching this and i was like it's not even that bad (laughs) it really isn't it really isn't i mean she's my ultimate fear gauge because it's like it's so funny watching a movie with her because she's like fucking I can't do this. My anxiety right now. My heart is up. I'm supposed to be relaxing. You're like, oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. <laughs> does, it, does a great job, though, with the build. Um, it, it builds the entire, the entire movie as a build up to, like, the, the, the final, like, 15 minutes. The final which it is, Which it is worth it. So I know we're, we're, we're only uh, very early into the episode but uh i gotta talk about how this movie ended if we can for um, sure dude uh the one thing i really enjoyed is because the whole movie felt like a trope and then sometimes there's very rarely i i just i briefly mentioned this in the intro but when you can turn a trope on itself and play a trope on itself because the whole time you're thinking it's going to go away and you're thinking it's going to end and these boys are going to be the hero. And, like, I love when there's a dash of fuck you in a movie. Because, like, even though you it sits with you, even me like it, but that's kind of like a, something that moves you a bit where you're like, fuck, I was not expecting that. Like, I want something to, um, 
or your brain wants it to be comfortable. You want it to like, oh, this is the end and this is how, but then it's just like, nah, nah. No, that's not how it ended. <laughs> so um, basically what happens is, is um, you know, he finally gets the courage. He gets his dad's camcorder from the news station or whatever, right? And he goes in there with his buddy Woody um, and the girl he's got a crush on, and they go down, finally break into his basement, and they discover that he is actually the serial killer that they think he is. So they film everything. They take it to the cops. The cops, you know, put an APP out on the guy. They're like, don't worry, we'll find him. So it's all ending like him and his friend are in bed, and they're all heroes and all that stuff, and they go to bed. And all of a sudden, you see their attic stairs just come down that was pretty sweet reminded me a lot of black christmas yeah you know and also if you have a attic that has stairs <laughs> this movie will fuck you up a little bit <laughs> probably <laughs> okay. yeah you're, gonna, you're not gonna like that part no you're not <laughs> <laughs> it was very eerie it was very eerie but um because you're like oh hell no yeah but the killer <laughs> basically the killer chloroforms both the boys takes them to like an island almost and plays uh manhunt with them now manhunt is a game that they play throughout the movie <laughs> it's like a, you know a, a glorified hide and seek if you will mm-hmm, pretty much so it turns you know he's hunting them or whatever and ooh, what's the main kid's name again davy davy okay i'm sorry davy it's Davy and Woody, his best friend Woody. So they're ro- trying to run from this guy, but everywhere they go, it's just water. So they're almost fucked. But uh, they split up. Killer cuts the Achilles of David. Why do they always continue to do this in movies? Kill Bill has ruined all these movies. Does yeah, that I mean, make you cringe when you watch somebody's oh, Achilles get cut? Oh, it's even before then. Like, think Pet Cemetery. Oh, I yeah. mean, it just, it's an effective... <laughs> It gets you. But he cuts him, so he, now he's limping and he's out the game. So, But uh, I did not expect Woody to die. I know. But they slit. he slits Woody's throat right as he tried to get back to the cop car. He's dead. Mm-hmm. So then now you're thinking, like, how the f- is this kid going to get out of this? Like, I'm thinking that the kid's going to die, too. Davey's going to die because he's, he's got a fucked up ankle. He can't walk. And he's a little boy against a full-grown man. But uh, what I like what they did was he uh, killer grabs Davy, and he does some spiel about how he ruined his life or whatever. He's like, I, I, there's nothing I want to do more than kill you. But he's like, one day I'll be back for you. He's like, I want you, I want you, I want to ruin your life like you did mine. And that's eerie. So he lets the boy live, but he tells him like, I'm gonna come back for you. That's eerie. Yeah, dude. That's a cool little ending though. That's a it's a it's crazy. a very it's a very non traditional unsatisfying ending too, so like you said, it kind of you know flips the script a little bit on what you expect. Yeah, and it, it starts small because uh, like we're gonna we'll rewind to like towards the beginning of the movie. These kids are all playing manhunt, and uh, just like to break down the friend group though, actually first like Davy's kind of like the conspiracy nut out of all of his friends. And he's all, you know, everybody kind of teases him because he's always, he delivers newspapers. So he's always clipping newspaper articles with weird shit about aliens. He's really into conspiracy stuff. Rest of his friends are more level-headed. Eats is kind of like the white trash John Bender Breakfast Club kind of character. 
Woody's just kind of the big kid. He's fun, though. He's honestly like the realest friend out of all of them. I know. Everybody needs a friend like Woody. Yeah. What uh, What was the other kid's last name? That's what they called him. The nerd one? Uh, Faraday? Yeah. Yeah, Faraday. That was the other kid's name. Well, anyways, they all play this game Manhunt, like we said. It's like a hide-and-go-seek. They all got flashlights, shit like that. But while they're playing, while Davey's hiding... He sees there's a kid inside of this police officer who is his neighbor's house. And this dude lives alone. And it just kind of threw him off because kids have gone missing. So he started to get weirded out. But then he saw on a milk carton a few days later that that was the same boy that was in old boy's house. And he's like, fuck, I know it's him. I know it's this dude. So, like, he keeps trying to get dirt on this dude. And speaking of dirt... They start spying on this guy, and they start realizing that this guy's buying, like, hundreds of pounds of dirt every fucking week from the hardware store. Start spying on him more. They find out that he has a fucking storage unit with, like, a secret car where he's storing, like, more dirt and, like, sulfuric acid and shit. Or I forget what it was. Some crazy shit. So they keep building up all these clues. And then, like, when they finally get the courage to tell their parents, their parents are just pulled up, like, you're fucking crazy. Don't be spying on your neighbor. He's a cop. What are you, crazy? And they're like, no, that's why it's perfect, because he is a cop. So they make him go next door and confess to the guy. <laughs> that was an unsettling part, too. What's like, you felt nervous for them. Like, oh, shit. What's really fucked is after they bring him home, first off, there would be police surveillance around their house. The whole time. Like, they would not, not have police surveillance around those kids. Like, if that dude was still on the run, like, mm-hmm. those are suspects. There, Those are, like, you know, victims, possible victims number one and two. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're going to fucking be around them. But can you imagine, like, being the parents just like, all right, then you're going to take another kid in and let him sleep at your house, and they, that kid ends up fucking dying? Because of you? Ooh. Yeah, dude. Like, that's like a deeper situation that you don't think about. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you something, Ozark Mark. What was your favorite part of this movie? Uh, the When they find <clears throat> his, finally break into his uh, basement room with the lock on it. You like that? Yeah, well, because that's what the whole movie's built up to be. Yeah. Ever, since, ever since he first, when he first... Um, when he's delivering paper and he asks him to, he uh, asks uh, Davy to go down and help him with something inside, just moving a desk or whatever. And you finally see the basement. You know he's got a red room for photography or whatever. But you see that door with the lock on it. Now you know something suspicious. Anybody who has a door with a lock on it in their own house, who lives by themselves, that's not good. Like there's nothing good behind that door. Yeah. Why would you need a lock on it? You live by yourself. Like, something is over there that you don't want anybody to see. So you see that at the beginning of the movie, and then, you know, they start smiling on them or whatever, and you're, like, just sitting here the whole time. It's like, well, y'all just fuck. You got a schedule. Just break in there and, like, get to the fucking room. Like, that's what you need to do. Like, stop digging in his yard. Stop going through his trash. You already know where you need to fucking go. Go down there, you little <laughs> Go fucks. down there. So he finally, so they finally go down there, and, um, really creepy finding of uh basically they it's like a room with pictures of his childhood or something i don't know what it is but uh it's like a weird 1950s looking room yeah very creepy very eerie um but then there's another door in there that leads to the bathroom so then they lead to the bathroom and then you finally see a decaying 
body in the tub. Yeah, fucking and, just like decomposing yeah, half decomposing, there. And then they all start freaking out, and we're finally getting into the horror aspect of it, and then they find a boy who's down there duct taped, and, you know, they get he him fucking out. fucking grabs him, like, yeah. <laughs> like, get me the fuck out of here. Very people of the stairs-like. Yeah, so it was cool seeing that finally satisfying moment that and uh also find all the pictures him also realizing at before they leave all the pictures in his house are not pictures of his family it's all pictures of the kids that he have killed which they found in the library you know all his victims yeah and one of those kids pictures was actually a davy of davy yep davy was the next victim and a fun little fact here that you may or may not know spill it that uh, one of those photos is actual real-life victim of uh, John Wayne Gacy. That's a little fucked. That is very fucked. But, you know, kind of cool and creepy to know. Yeah. What about you, Christian Ramey? Do you have a favorite part? Um, There was a lot of parts that I enjoyed. Like, there really, that was a thing, like, peeping through windows and, like, communicating with your friends, like, late in many ways that you could. And that was kind of a, a fun aspect. One of the coolest parts, though, is because, like, the whole movie is, like, predicated on them spying on everybody. Like, the girl, they just kind of candidly see. They see her across the way, and they're like, oh, shit. But the dude has a crush on her, so he's, like, respectful. But he's looking through. He's always spying on the fucking cop. He's looking at his neighbor. Well, one time when he's spying at him, he looks and sees the fucking cop looking at him with binoculars. And it's like, fuck, dude, he just, like, <laughs> yeah. he hit the dirt. That moment kind of hit me like, you're just like, fuck, dude. No, that's when, it, that's when it starts to get real is that moment because they took, they also took them walkie-talkies over there trying to put a walkie-talkie up to his bedroom window to try and listen to him. So he goes over there trying to, I don't know, try to adjust it, but the cop's there, so, you know. Buddy goes, you know, talking about walkie-talkies and stuff, and his walkie-talkie goes off while he's walking away. So, obviously, the cop, you know, he knows about walkie-talkies. So, when he sees him staring at him, he's also got that walkie that he planted right in his window for him to see it. Let him know. You ain't slick, Rick. That's fucked, dude. It is fucked. Were you thinking it was the cop, or were you thinking he was too obvious throughout the movie? No, I I was thinking it was the cop. The whole time, because I mean, as soon as, as soon as um, there was a scene where the kid, where there's just random kids playing in this cul-de-sac street. They're playing like pickleball or something. I don't know what the hell they're playing, but they're playing something. And the cop is just sitting on his front lawn with a beer, just watching these kids. And he's like, "Anybody want a popsicle? Come get them, you know." And then he's just staring at him. He's like, "Oh, that dude's a killer, obviously." Yep. Nobody does that. Yeah, don't give popsicles to kids and shit. No, absolutely not. But the yeah, only I people that give popsicles to kids are teachers and ice cream men. Right. That's the only acceptable answers. Yeah. But I mean, thinking about it through the entire movie, they don't. There is no other possibility. They don't hint at anything other. Even like a little hint. Like they don't hint at any other person besides that cop. Yeah, it was like a buildup of either it is or it isn't this guy. Is exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. But I I really agree with you. I thought they did a great job at like breaking down uh, the just the, the vernacular that kids use at that age. I very much felt twelve years, you know, fifteen years old watching this. Just that's how it was, and yep. it reminded you of what it was like the early days of porno. You had to sneak mags, 
at, you know, pictures. I have to look at naked pictures. That's fucking horse shit, you know, but you, that's what you had to do back then, man. It's just mm-hmm. what it was. Yep. Stealing the car, that was funny, too, when they take the car and make Woody drive. He's like, dude, shut up. You look 40. Just go. Like, yeah. like, that's how he's like, shut up. You guys are dicks. Like, that's how boys talk to each other. It is. But yeah. they're all like friends. Yeah. They not, I like when uh, Davey was about to sneak into his house when he thought that the, uh, you know, they were running some covert off because they knew the cop wasn't home. And they're like, we're going to sneak in, try to get to the basement. And he went in the first time. And he said he looked at Woody and he says, all right, stay here, call, you know, let me know if you hear anything. And Woody just starts to put his leg in and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm not going to let my friend go into a serial killer's house by himself. <laughs> it was like, like, that's bro code, bro. Like, even out of fear, it makes sense. You're just like, yeah, man, like, even little, like, little dudes, just like, no, no man left behind. You just kind of. You just can't, dude. You can't leave your bows behind. Like, you just can't. Oh, man. That's why it sucked that Woody died, because he's, like, such a real cool little cool friend. And he was going through that situation with his mom, too, which I like how they, they just gave you a little bit insight of each of their lives, but nothing, like, too just much. enough for you to understand a little bit more about them. Like, none of it really affected the story, but you felt like you kind of knew them a little bit better when yeah. they showed that stuff. Like, obviously... Something was wrong with Woody's mom. Mom, uh, the other kids' uh, parents were always fighting all the time, so it explains why he was a rebel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to do that, so, you know. I liked how they did that, too. It's a nice little touch for everybody to have. Yeah, no. I kind of wish we grew up, we were born like 10 years uh, earlier than when we were. Because it would be cool in the summer in the 80s, just going around. With your friends, playing fucking manhunt or some shit. Like, those were the best days. I'm glad that you we know? got some of that in the 90s. We got a little bit of it. Like, I've, you know, great ghosts in the graveyard and uh, things like that. But yeah. uh, once technology... Murder your neighbor. That one was fun where you just, like, killed your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Threw him in the dumpster. Yep. Mm-hmm. No way. You're not supposed to talk about that game. Sorry. Yeah, it, honestly, too, I'm like I like visceral horror movies. I like stuff that's kind of in your face. This almost like feels like a movie that maybe I shouldn't. People would be surprised that I would like. But you got a they got a lot of synth going on in this music. A lot of like eighty synth wave kind of stuff, and I love that feel, man. I I don't care if it's a Stand by Me, The Goonies, The Lost Boys. It's just hard not to like that. Even the It movies. It's just cool to see kids coming together because uh, it makes it scarier because, you know, a kid doesn't have the strength of an adult. And, like, and if an adult reaches his his or her demise, you're like, all right, well, you kind of had your little life even if you were younger, but, like, you probably did something stupid or shitty that put you in that situation. But if a kid makes a mistake, you're like, well, he's just a fucking kid, dude. Like, he didn't mean it. So, like, you get another sense of fear because after... Davy's parents make them confront Officer Mackey next door and say, like, hey, it's been us that went through your trash, that dug through your garden, and we thought it was because you're the fucking serial killer that's been going around. And he played it off, like, ha, 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 ha. Well, like, the next day, he shows up to Davy's house and, like, knocks on his fucking door. And he's like, are we good? I just don't want to make sure there's no bad blood. But it's, like, really creepy. And he calls him, or... <clears throat> 
he steps in and he was like, I hope that we're cool. And uh, he said, Davey said, yesterday you said you would call your, your nephew because they thought the milk carton boy was dead, which he was, but they found a shirt in the garage and it was bloody. And they said, well, what about this bloody shirt? And he said, oh, that was my nephew. He came over last week and he cut himself while he was hammering nails. I'll call him and we can settle the whole thing. So Davey has him call him in his house, doesn't pick up. He's like, all right, whatever. Well, as soon as dude leaves, he calls, Davey calls the operator and said, what was the last number dialed from this house? Looks up the number. Dude dialed his own number. He didn't call his nephew. So Davey's really freaking out at this point because this motherfucker was just in his house. like, And it was creepy because Davey got a fucking knife before he gave him the phone. He was ready for that action Jackson. He's like, I'm going to fucking stab you, man. You know what the number one defense is against the, a blade? Uh, gun? No, no, no. Like, defense just against a blade. No. Distance. <laughs> no. For real, though. Okay, well, like yeah, if, I mean, that makes complete sense, yes. It's like, you see, like, a guy wielding a machete, like, going crazy. Just get as far away as you can. Yep. If somebody comes out with a knife, because, like, knife wounds are really hard to heal, the doctors say. Like, a gunshot's easier to heal. Uh, a gun, somebody can like hammer in on you even with some distance. I mean, quite some distance depending on the on the gun. But a knife, man, you just get the fuck away. Just run. Somebody's going crazy with a knife. You're not looking like a bitch if you run. I promise. Okay, unless you're saving a baby or a, a woman or someone else who's weaker than, get out of there, bro. Don't fight a knife. I don't fuck with no knives now. Yeah, yeah. So you know, my man came at him. With a knife, I don't know, man. What's really freaky, too, is they give you a little, um, it shows you one of the boys that's kidnapped. It shows this, like, teenage boy leaving his house at nighttime, and then all of a sudden he sees somebody trailing him, and he just starts running, dude. He just starts fucking running, 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 and then, boom, he gets knocked out and kidnapped and put in a car. But that was kind of freaky because that kid knew ASAP. You know that feeling where you feel like somebody's watching you or somebody's on you and he just took off. <laughs> and, like, everybody knows that feeling as a teenager or even younger where you're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, man, but he stopped, though. Like, he didn't even run that far. Like, he ran, like, down a street and he's like, all right. Like, nah, you keep running. You got to put on the... You got to put them roller skates on, boy, and boogie, and you got to get the fuck out of there. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Yeah, get out of there, dude. That's that's a for sure, that's a for sure. But I could I could see certain kids having that happen to them. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, 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 yep, 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 yep. I like how um, after he uh, they confronted him and made him made the boys confess that they thought he was the killer. He went and caught. They went so he goes and arrests somebody who they think is the killer, who he thinks is the killer. The cop does just to get him off this trail. But uh, maybe he ain't having it. He's like, that motherfucker. He knows. He knows. And it's eerie just sitting there watching him on the TV. They do a good job. I think that's... Making it eerie. Make it unsettling, though. You know? I like how his boys had his back, too, though. They were like, all right, man. You seem serious. Like, you saw the kid. We're going to figure it out. Like, if your dude tells you something, you're like, are you serious, man? He's like, I'm serious this time. There's a kid over there. You're like, all right, man. We'll break into his house. <laughs> we'll commit felonies to figure this out. You'd be a hero, though, or you'd be dead. 
this is a total perfect setup for a sequel. Am I am I wrong? I don't know. I mean, know. this guy's it, still it, on the loose. It has to be, and it has to be like I don't know, like ten, twenty years later, or something. Ooh, what about ninety? Ninety four. Summer of ninety four. What about ninety eight? Why would it be ninety eight? I don't know. It just feels better. Okay, we'll make it the summer of ninety eight. Winter of ninety eight. He's come back to blow out your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. How old would Davy have been in ninety eight? I don't know. He how was fifteen. Old? He was fifteen in eighty four. Yeah. So that is 12 years later, so it would be 27. That's not 12 years later. 14 years later. Mm-hmm. So he would be 29. 29. Oh, he'd be more equipped to fight. He'd be more equipped to fight. He would, and it would be a lot more intense. wonder if they're just waiting for those actors to get older. They could be, but you would have to wait 29 years. Nah, dog. I think they're already like 21 now. Which gives no, us like I mean, eight more it, years. Uh, okay. Eight more years, I and mean, then it'll be the, the 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 winter of you know 98. He comes back to blow out your back. I would watch a sequel to this. For I sure. would too, because he's got to be out there, dude. He has to be. Or even if it was New Kids, and then like you know you just didn't show Davey yet. And then Davey comes back in the third one after like six years, so we can, you know, he has a beard at that point. You're like, oh shit. Now Davey just has to team up with the new kids, yeah, <laughs> or something like that. How would you get away? Where would that guy go? Like, do you think they put a nationwide hunt out on him, or just in that yeah. town? Like, yeah, but it's '84. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, is he on national? You think he was on national news or just local news? For sure. First local, then national. Okay. Yeah, that was one of, he was probably one of them creepy stories we heard when we were kids and we heard like Robert Stacks on like the Unsolved Mysteries or like America's Most Wanted. You remember how freaky them shows used to be? Unsolved Mysteries. You're like, I'm supposed to solve it? He was found (laughs) in a wooded area. If you see this man, you're like, fuck, I'm supposed to be looking? (laughs) Like, oh no. Is he around? This isn't a show for kids to be watching. Is that show still on? Nah. I don't think so. America's Most Wanted or Unsolved Mysteries. I don't think so. There's a, There was an Unsolved Mysteries reboot on Netflix. I remember that, but not America's Most Wanted. What was that dude's name? Uh, whoa. Uh, the host? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've got to look that but up. But he didn't look like he aged ever. He's just old for like 20 years. Yeah, that was a that was a good show though. I'm not gonna lie to you. It scared me, but it it was a good show. All right, John Walsh. John Walsh. The Walsh man. Mr. Walsh. The big man Walsh man. Yeah. Here to tell you about the criminals. The Walshing machine. (laughs) 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 Tell us who's scary. (laughs) The Walshing machine. That's Man's a Walshin machine. Well, let's find out some stuff about this movie, shall we? I guess we should. Ah, 
Welcome to the What Do You Know? This <laughs> is a segment here where we have to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. <laughs> now, this is your first time here. This is how it's going to go. We're going to tell you things we know about this movie. Now, you may not know what we know, but you're about to find out what we know. But if you know what we know, we're going to know together, and you're going to have a we know gasm either way. So... I'm going to start off here and tell you something that I may not, may or may not know about this movie here. So check it out. So this movie is called The Summer of 84, right? Okay, so that means 1984 is when this movie was supposed to take place, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a few inconsistencies that they, uh, you know, throughout this movie. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. First of all, first of all, they use the term ginger. Okay. That hurts my I know it does. But that wasn't a thing in 84. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. They don't say that, too. Number two. Uh, take a chill pill? Yo, nobody said that in the 80s. Fours? No, no. That, did, that didn't happen yet. That didn't happen yet. A little before it's time. A little bit before it's time, but, you know, what are you going to do? Also, Budweiser wasn't the thing. Or the bottle that they had. Yeah, that yeah. was different. That was very different. I thought that looked weird. That did not. That was not an 84 bottle, for sure. So, you know, there's a little bit of other things, though, if you want to look deep into it. But those are the main things, you know, that stick out that are not supposed to fit into 1984. Boom. That's right up in your ass there that you did not know. All up in your cornhole. Let me tell you something here. There was a part where these young men are drinking liquor up in the treehouse. They're drinking a little bottle of whiskey. They're passing it around. You know, they're cleansing their palates. They're realizing, oh, to drink this shit, it's got to take some, you know, I got to be able to chest this down. The name on that liquor bottle was McCready's Whiskey. And that was a nice little nod to R.J. McCready from The Thing. A movie we all like, and if you remember, he was drinking scotch the whole time. He was up in his own little lair drinking scotch, being cool as shit in The Thing. So that's what that's all about. So there you go. It's a nice little fact for you. Holy shit, I didn't know that. I did not catch that. The thing. Did you catch the thing? What thing? They were drinking the thing. They were drinking the stuff from the thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was the same stuff from the thing. Oh, I can't explain it no better. Oh, man. I tells the guys the stuff. Well, um, yeah. Do you know uh, anything else about this movie here? I think that's it. That's a nice little little things that these folks didn't know. I know. Hey, you know, it's a it's a newer movie, so you know, there's not gonna be so many facts that are at least interesting. But there are some mm-hmm. things. Okay, there are some things. So you know, you know a little bit more than you did before. And how do you feel about that? A little bit smarter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Goodbye. Mark. Yes. Now, we were talking about Woody being a good friend. Correct. Let's not leave out Davy here. And I'm going to explain why. Okay. There's a scene after they're chloroformed and they wake up blindfolded with their hands tied behind their backs in a car. Now, it's kind of tied loosely, like they were meant to escape. Davey wakes up, he wakes up Woody, they free themselves, they kind of go back to back, they untie each other's hands, you know, from restraints, 
they free themselves. Well, as soon as they get free, shit starts getting thrown at the fucking car. They realize they gotta go. And then all of a sudden, the killer dude pops up on the side of the car, and they have to run. So they start running. Woody is a big kid, all right? Woody is the big friend. He's a big guy. Davy is a small, you know, young fella. He's small and fit, if you will. When they take out of the car, Davy pushes Woody first and lets him run first. And he's bigger. Now that's a good friend. Yes. Because what's the old-fashioned, you know, as long as you're faster, you're in good shape. And he didn't. He didn't make that choice. Now, eventually, he took off. He took off. But at first, he took the weight of the load. He says, look here, I'll take the back. I'll be the caboose. And if that fucker comes at me, I'll fight him. I will fight him. Now, can we think about, can we replay some murder scenarios in here? How many are we dealing with here? Definitely Davey. Definitely some pe- some dead bodies. Uh, uh, Woody is the death that we had. Yeah, Woody's the only death on screen. Okay. That's yeah. a, I had to like jog that in my memory. But uh, it was the it was it, it it did its job. It's really the only one you needed. That one hurt the most. I thought you liked. Um, would have liked when the cop pulled them over because they all convinced Woody to drive and they're not old enough and then they get pulled over and they're like fuck they think it's Officer Mackey yeah and it's not it's this other cop and he's like goes to church with dude's mom and he's just like chill as fuck and he's like just made you realize how simpler times were because you just let him drive off I know like, there's like, just no body him... cam or anything just no. like you boys get out of here <laughs> What am I, how am I supposed to look your mother in the eye at church? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, no, I'm so sorry. I know that he was the saddest death. And speaking of which, this the, the killer is a cop. Like, how can you not? How do people not tell when they're being followed? Like, I, I, know. I pick it up honest. Like, even if I'm driving for a while and I've noticed like a car has been behind me for a long time. I'll make a random turn just to see, just to make sure. Like, I'm in the They're 14 year old, 15 year old kids. They cannot be that good at tailing. No, a it's cop. Like first time driving. Who's supposed to be aware of it? You just mm. got to do like four right turns. Got to figure, I mean, four left turns, figure out. Four left turns. Left turns. I would have tried to, you know, break into that storage unit and see what was all in there, too. Me personally. Yeah. Well, they already did see. I mean. I mean, kind of. Not everything, though. Uh, I guess. Why'd they dress that one little boy like Jeffrey Dahmer? With the glasses. Because that was the look. All right. Well, he looked like a killer. He did look like a killer. He looked like a little murderer. Maybe later, you know, he'll be sexually frustrated and, uh, you know. Maybe that was maybe that was Jeffrey Dahmer as a kid. Maybe all this shit fucked him up. Maybe he'll be the one that can you know kill the guy when he comes back. Cause you gotta think, Eats, Fairday, and Davy—they're still alive, so they gotta be ready to throw down against the psychopath. Mm -hmm. Cause you know he's coming back, and I'm looking forward. This is a sequel that I would look forward to because it was honestly and genuinely set up. It's not like they just like, 
Oh, yeah. By the way, in the last one, what you didn't notice is he actually fell through a back door. And you're like, wait, what? How did this work? You know, like, they always come with some tricky bullshit or, like, weird way to rope them in. Like, oh, the last one was just the dream. The ending. Or, like, they'll, like, fuck you up that way. This was a true setup for a good sequel. Um, I'll have to look into that because I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything. But they should fucking make one, dude. Because if they don't, look, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. I'll find the people who made it, and I'll fight them. Is that cool with you? Yeah, that's fine. Look, I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to look it up on the intranet. Because I'm an intelligent person, and I know things. Um... And... Look, it's not good. Oh, okay, look. What? It says, some fans have even suggested a premise of the title, Summer of 94. Um, I don't know. It looks like there's talks of it, but nothing official yet. So some talks, so... Well, I'm sure. I mean, it's a shame it's just on Shudder, because uh, I think this could be a very uh, popular mainstream movie if it hit uh, Netflix. I feel like a lot of teenagers and stuff could get into this. I think so, Honestly. too. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, only real horror community people and real fans of horror have shudder um well maybe that's what we're doing right here we're helping influence the crowd because i'm sure all of our listeners every week don't have shudder no pirate this movie if you have to yeah i'm telling you but i bet you if they if this dropped on netflix they would already be making a sequel true probably but it's a it's a very enjoyable movie and especially it's hitting that 80s vibe especially because that stranger things has taken over Netflix and all that stuff. So this would fit right into it. Right into that wheelhouse. That right thing. into the fucking world. Right in that road to Halloween. That's no sloppy road to Halloween. We're on the sloppy road to Halloween. We're about to do a sloppy horror rating, though. Check this shit out. Whoa. Sloppy horror rating, baby. Yeah. Hoya. Welcome to the sloppy horror rating system segment that we have here, okay? This is where we rate a horror movie. Not me, but he, Mr. Christian Raimi. And he's going to do this as a horror movie, not a movie in general. So keep that in mind, you little fucking assholes. Okay? I don't want to hear no bitching that you don't like the score. It's based on a horror movie, not a movie in general. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, we're going to do this on a series of four categories. Three categories are worth three points. Last category is worth one point for a total love. Ten points altogether. That's correct. That's fair. So, that's some good audio for you. Crunching. Let's get into the first category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. So there's nobody really knowing this, but everybody crushed it. It doesn't feel like a movie with shitty actors at all. Like, I don't think there's anybody that doesn't fit. Not enough to be a three for sure, but I'm thinking a two. Uh, does that sound fair to you? Because it's not shitty acting. I think all of these people, uh, I think the main kid, Davey, he went on to do some other shit. I feel like these people are up-and-coming actors, me personally. I think so, but it, it makes it better, too, because you don't recognize anybody major. And that's always refreshing sometimes when you don't recognize any of the actors whatsoever. Um, also, mm-hmm. it fit. I mean, they picked good people to fit the parts. I mean, Davy's parents, Davy's dad, 
straight up looked like a dad from the 80s. Everything and all that. Uh, the seri- the killer, uh, Mr. Mackey, definitely looked like a serial killer. I hope he was a nod to Mr. Mackey from South Park. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But like, <laughs> I, I hope so. Looks a bad but yeah, I, I mean, it's I, I I'll be fine with it too. I mean, it's it's you, you can only go so high when you don't have a superstar in there, mm-hmm. you know. But everybody everybody worked, everybody was believable, everybody fit the part. So you know. I didn't see any shitty acting. I wasn't watching this movie. Be like, uh, okay, this is getting kind of cheesy. Not at all. So that's two. So that's two so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the next category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. And that is kills. It was. It would almost be a half a point, but I think like the impact of that kid's kill would go for a one, like because he was so like he was a good kid, like it. It's a graphic kill on his part, and you see a decomposing body. It isn't you don't see the death of the boy, but you see the boy alive, and then you see the decomposing body. Um, and then the one kid that's like the a fan favorite, like the sweet the sweet boy, gets his throat slit slowly, pretty much. And you no. kill a kid, like yeah. so that has some impact versus killing an adult. So I think that kill, deserves a one. You kill a child. Yeah, like it's such a kill, like where it's like I don't, I know it sounds weird, but like your kids can be in the room for certain kills. Like, say if it's a, like Rambo is just taking out a hundred people, those are a hundred bad guys, mm-hmm. and those aren't even like real people; they're like robot people. These are just premeditated people, or like just put here already bad guys. But a character that you've grown to like throughout the movie and see his throat slit, and then it just kind of ends on a somber ending of like, "Yep, yeah, fuck you." <laughs> that might get like some yep. people. He's still alive, not here, and kids alone. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna give that a one. It All was. Right. It, it was. I like that. Okay, they just barely got to a one, but a one it is. We'll, we round it up to a one. Okay, so that's uh, three so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the final three point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear gonna need your help with this i know you're kind of numb to it like i am and uh my fiance is on the total opposite end of the spectrum where she gets afraid of her own shadow like a disney movie might catch her like oh this is turn a light on you know so i don't know um it definitely keeps you on the edge of your fucking seat and i'm a grown man so like uh, i'm an adult that kept me in kept me on the edge of my seat i I'm not a teenage boy, so, like, I don't really fear the killer that much, although he did say to kill a family. I feel like this is right in the middle, like a one and a half. I don't know if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know. I'd go just a one. Just a one? I would go with just a one. Um, it's good suspense in it, uh-huh. but there's only a, the only scary parts, if you would even consider scary, are the last 15 minutes of it almost. Okay. Um, just the just the fear, but it's it's That's a lot true. of uh, it's a, it's a lot of anxiety and suspense in there. Um, but then you have an unveiling of a decomposing body and a slow throat slit. Some people might find that scary, but it does have some eeriness to it too because the killer is still on the loose. There's no satisfying ending, and that might that might stick with somebody for a minute, you know, especially if he comes out of your attic. So there's some fear in there. I can see that, but I mean, it's just a one. Like I mean, you know, most I like of this, that. most of this movie you can watch with any anybody. 
practically. I'll, I'll give you – I like that. I, I feel fair about that. That's what so I would we'll say. go one. Yeah. So that is uh, f- five? Four. Four, correct. Four yeah. out of ten. So far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get to the last category for half a point each here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. And that is rewatchability. Not only do I find it rewatchable, I do think people would enjoy to watch this, uh, come back and watch this one. This isn't a one and done. This is kind of a comfort movie. I almost feel like this one you could fall asleep to if you've watched it a million times. It's not like, as much as I love Evil Dead, that's not a movie you put on before bed. It is a loud movie. Yes. Evil Dead will fuck you. You have you be sleeping. <laughs> You'll be having some crazy ass dreams. <laughs> so that's not a nighttime movie. Yeah, but, but this is a repeat for me. Yeah, me, me too. Not um, the the synth wave score in it is comforting. Um, you know, good soundtrack and likable characters. Good story. Interesting. Very story. Mystery and uh, you definitely would want to watch it again. I'll probably watch it again. So yeah, so that is a total of five out of ten for the summer of '84. Middle of the road, right there in the middle of the road. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You're very welcome, guys. That's this is another movie we've covered, and here is what's going to happen. Here is what's going to happen. We want you guys to tune in each and every week to listen to this Road to Halloween because we, you know, this is what it's all about. We're getting jacked up for the season. I mean, we celebrate Halloween all year long, no matter what time it is, and we appreciate you for that. But, folks, if you're new here, we will ask you to, like, you know, just take a second to think. Haven't you appreciated this whole show without any fucking commercials? So you got to think. So you got to think. Here's the thing. There's no commercials on this show, and what we appreciate doing for you guys is not having that. Unless a sponsor lines up with us, we're not going to do it. We're not going to sell out for nickels and dimes. But what we do is have bonus content up on our Patreon. So if you're looking for a fun you know, way to support the show and keep us advertisement-free, that's where you can do it. Every week our seasons are going, we put out episodes up on our Patreon They're, you know, about whatever. We have fun with those. And, um, you know, for less than a cup of coffee, you can support the show. So that's all we'll say about that. Also, uh, the link is patreon.com slash sloppy horror. And uh, you can find all our fun stuff there. Just type it into Google. You'll find it. Pop it into Goggle. Goggle.com. Just put it in that there answer machine, man. You got one of them fancy intermittent machines in your home? <laughs> yeah. Every- Every time, every time my wife got on that internet machine, damn race would turn off. So I, she ain't getting on there. Ain't no phone calls, and nobody been able to call in. When she's on that internet machine, she's on the, the damn Buffy the Vampire Slayer chat room. Ain't that something? I reckon you ain't got you one of them machines. (laughs) (laughs) We could could have that. We could really have that. You know what I was thinking, too? Hmm. We could have a season one time where it's like, because so many people throw requests out there, but maybe to get them, like do it via Patreon, just like, A, our existing Patreons, they just all give us a movie. Um, or, you know, if you're new, you could just like, I don't know, spend a fucking dollar so we can see your name pop up there in the messages and just be like, hey, 
I want this movie. Hey. I want to watch this movie. The People's Choice. The People's Choice Awards. That could be the next season, probably, because, you know, we already did a rehab season last time after Halloween. You know. Rehabilitation. Halloween. Halloween. Halloweener. Halloweener. That's not how you say it. Let me see your Halloween. Do you know what I saw a video of this dude doing? All right, so you know how people uh, use licorice as straws? Yeah. You've done that before, right? Sure. Yeah. This psychopath took a hot dog at a ball game, stuck a straw through it to make a hole, and started drinking his beer through a hot dog. I don't like that. I don't know. I don't like that. Now I guess not knock it till you try it, but uh, it doesn't sound very appetizing. No, it doesn't. No, I think they should watch that guy. I think we. I think the neighborhood kids in that guy's neighborhood should be watching that guy's house because he is probably a serial killer. Folks, yeah, you're right. Folks, folks, you only got a couple weeks of this warm weather left, so you go ahead and relish it. Or, you know, you, you relish in it. You love it. You go out there. You soak in that vitamin D into your body. Because fall is nice. Everybody likes that. But eventually, you know, the death of scraping your fucking windshield and dealing with all the horse shit and wearing 19 layers of clothes, it's coming. So you go outside. You play manhunt. You ride your bikes, okay? You find your local serial killers in your town. You set them up. Because you only got a couple weeks left to keep doing this. And then, you know trick-or-treat time also you know as we approach we're only only bangers this season but definitely only bangers for october bangers we're only hitting dingers here we're leaning in we're leaning in this season so we ain't rocking with it though we just leaning what the fuck was that mark's breaking stuff in the studio i don't know what it was man mark have you ever been have you ever been, huh. on, like, have you ever been on a journey with your friends to go find a dead body at the end of the train tracks? No. Okay. Uh, there's no train tracks around here, so I never had that opportunity to do that. All right. Have you and your friends ever dwelled deep in sewers to fight off an evil clown? Uh, we have gone in sewers before, uh, but uh, you go eventually. You can. You you got to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, the storm drains get you. Yeah, I know. It's very scary. I know. Playing with your life. I don't know why we did that. Because like, we're stupid. That's not, a, that's not a good idea just to go down through a storm drain. Like, we went, like, a mile, like, under the road and everything. Like, just to the point where you, like, you couldn't go any farther. Picture having, like, a, tw- you know, like a 15-year-old son, and he did everything you did. You'd beat him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would. <laughs> oh yeah we're just gonna have to I'm gonna send him down oh, there with Pennywise oh yeah Pennywise take care of him he's getting ornery oh boy I, I'm telling you what if I see a 15 year old boy walk down the street I'll trust that motherfucker nope he's I'll trust him you. he's going in your house no he's up to something no good nobody that no kid that age is up to any good at 15 I don't trust any of them little fuckers stealing uh-uh. porno mags uh uh-uh. uh you got you, you don't earn my trust till you're at least 27 Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Because you if you do know. get it under that, like, you got to be, like, real respectful. You got to be, like, Tim Tebow about it. Just real, hi, how are you? Just like, wow, that's a good kid. 
He's a good kid. He's got a good future. No, no, I don't trust it. It's all because we've done that. We have put on that face. That's true. When we were younger. That's true. We have done that to make people think you're good, but you ain't. I don't trust them at all. I'll trust any of them. Any teenager, I'll trust you. Okay? I'll trust you. Summer of 84. The summer of eight with a four on the side. It's a good movie. You got to watch it. The summer of 84. That sounded better. You really need to stop watching Piggy Blinders. I get you. It is ruining you. Oi! (laughs) Stop doing that. Me grandmom has diarrhea. <laughs> do you just do that randomly now around the house just to piss off your woman? Yeah, just I mean, I should. I should. I should. It's me. I always talk to my animals in different voices. Oh, you, you have to. Do you do that? The cats are where you really ramp it up. I'll start. I'll throw in robot noises. It's because the cats don't care. You could straight up yell at a cat. It has no emotion on its face. It could give a fuck. Well, if you do like weird shit, cats give you the funniest faces. You could just. They're just like, the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like that. You know, who the fuck said. Cats always look like you just asked them for a ride to the airport. They're just. Oh, they do. That's that's like the truest (laughs) shit I've ever heard. (laughs) Church down here don't help. She does that mean mug, man. Do they do? They always look mean. She's like, what's wrong with you, cat? Folks, that's it. Summer of '84, five out of ten. You should have some fun with your life right now. Halloween's approaching. Let us know what you're going to be for uh, old Halloweener. We want to know. All right, it's your pals here at the Sloppy Horror Podcast, and we're going to be back next week with what? With what? You don't know, but you will see. Have a good week, everybody, and stay out of trouble.